We made it once again. We are at the top of the ladder. We are here. We are thriving. The weekend's upon us. Clear skies so far. Yeah. We made it. I'm actually just down the street from you. Yes, you are. Yeah, Monterey. Took a half day and came down to do some work and some play. And hey, maybe we'll actually get a jam session in this weekend, huh? Perhaps. Yeah, we'll have to record it. It's like, fr- like we said, Friday, it's like the doors are wide open for possibilities. I love Fridays where you're so motivated because you're not at your desk or at your job and you're just like, I want to do this, 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 and this, and some things change, but some things stick. And it's just that uh, just confident feeling for the weekend to come. I love humanity. <laughs> and I love humanity in that respect because we all seem to, I used to lament the fact that I didn't feel like I ever had an original idea. And now I'm comfortable with the fact that, oh, it's safety in numbers. Because okay. I do the same thing. I'll put, <laughs> I'll put 15 things on the agenda knowing I'll get to five. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And that's the way it yeah. should be. Right. As long as I get to those five, we're good. Exactly. <laughs> and one of those five might not even be on the agenda. <laughs> <laughs> which usually it isn't. That's usually yeah. how it winds up, which is not yeah. a bad thing either. But today is Friday. It's bonding. It's yes. the last Friday of 2-22. Yep. Can you believe that? That's tough to fathom. I can't believe it. Just seems like yesterday was New Year's Eve. Crazy, crazy. So crazy. Let's, get, let's get started. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> In a world full of conflict, it's good to know that alternative perspectives can still bond rather than repel. Thank God. Yes. And you know where this is coming from as the tanks roll across the Ukraine border. Bombs are dropping all over Kiev and the world plunges back into fear, darkness, and economic despair. It's good to hear a laugh around a crowded dinner table between an eclectic array of nationalities. We have to keep our sanity sometimes. And I love the story of this one, David, as I'm perusing over it. It just, it, it does, it, it brings joy in such a dark time. I agree. And that's, that's what we have to seek out. A lot of people love to immerse themselves and just sit in front of CNN all fucking day. I, I don't get you guys. I really don't get you guys. It's some seemingly more and more people I hear have turned off the news entirely. So it's like these yep. two camps. Yep. The one yep. you just explained, and then the whole other side is like, no, it's so destructive. I can't take 24-hour news stations. I'm shutting off completely. And where does that get anyone? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely somewhere towards that side of the, of the tug of war, but I'm not, I'm not shutting myself completely off. But I'm definitely not sitting around with a, a bowl of chips in my comfortable chair sucking in all of this negative energy so see and i'm one of those who just has i have completely shut off the news because we mm. will hear it it's not like we're gonna be so oh what what who's bombing who it's not like that but yeah. i've completely turned it off it's just i feel like it's just all these hooks trying to get us sucked in into that negativity true and what's it what's it gonna help me any because uh, honestly i'm looking to see if, if any anything is positive in humanity. I want to see the, the success stories. I want to see the people that are helping people. And I'm also keeping very close eye on my retirement because of my stocks. And yeah, I'll reserve my comments on Biden sitting on his hands and not helping the economy whatsoever. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and I do want to point out, too, like, did you ever notice or did you did you pick up on like how that circle is we're, we're cutting everyone off? 
off from each other too. Speaking of doom right. and gloom, and like during the Super Bowl, I noticed every commercial was either like electronics or animals. It's like yep. there was no one star in all of these commercials. It was like everyone has a past, so no one wanted to get heat from whoever they spotlighted in their commercial because there would be some sort of backlash <laughs> after. I felt like everyone was like animals, <laughs> animals, animals, electronic, AI, yeah. something, Bitcoin, and that's it. The liberals will figure out a way to cancel animals. They'll figure out a way to cancel <laughs> the artificial intelligence. They'll figure out a way to cancel everything until we finally just cancel them. So, and and this is a no. This is a cancel-free zone, folks. So, I love if you don't that. like what we're saying. There, there is a button, and it's called turn us off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's reserved just for you. <laughs> so, bring me out of this funk that I seem to be in, David. I want to get. I, I need some bonding. I need some uplifting. Yeah, I, I, you know the way that I looked at this is my micro-level viewpoint is I see the goodness in reality and how most people are interacting rather than the you know the that emulating the man bites dog like we just talked about the unreality that large media wants us to believe is more pervasive than it is and to sell advertising and and gain ratings so i'm not you know nero fiddling while rome's burning per se but i'm also certainly not chicken little either instead i'm drinking absinthe taking a thc gummy and gathering with good friends to enjoy a <laughs> magnificent meal and share some lighthearted laughter now and see, above that all sounds fun yeah, and exactly, and the, the 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 whole idea of this is to 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 bond as we escape the reality of the outside world and shelter in place, so to speak, with our micro world, mm. a world that's full of love, honesty, acceptance, resilience, and most importantly, tolerance. And the macro world could really use a sync up to my micro world, and if it did, things would be entirely different. We'd be in a better state of being. It would be a beautiful world. And my mom always says when stuff comes up, like, can't we all just get along? Doesn't yes. it just seem so simple? Yep. And that this is a tale of that. So here we are. There's 11 of us around this large dining table. It looked like the UN, honest to God. We had Iranians. We had Greeks. We had Italians, Native Americans, Croatians, German, and, and a few others I didn't dial down on. But you know, the funny thing is we were talking about Korean food. <laughs> <laughs> no, no that Koreans a, at the table. That yeah. is a potpourri right, right. there. It's Benetton. <laughs> yes, it's a Benetton ad. <laughs> yeah, for those of you old enough to remember that. <laughs> That's hilarious. So someone had brought up how they really love the concept of the Q-Pot, which you and I had spoken about recently, you actually, ironically. absolutely light up when you talk oh, about I Q-Pot. Do. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, of course, I jumped in with 100% support of this person who was like, oh, Q-Pot's the best thing ever. <laughs> and, and, and it's this whole concept of barbecuing at your table side and then getting in these wide range of items that you can select to cook and then boom, then they kicked it up a notch <laughs> by putting a soup burner so you can actually make soup in the same fashion. It, it's, it's basically an elaborate version of the old fondue craze. Yeah, right? that's what it sounds like. Yeah, it's not just it's not just being served food you're actually enjoying because it's interactive, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I just assumed that everyone would agree. And then instantly the energy shifted. Oh. And the fantasy that I held for this shattered all at once when there was a polar opposite position on this. Who could oppose this? I'm telling what you. Is, what do you mean opposed? How do you oppose this? So I, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm to do this the best I can in the most respectful way. So uh, meaning that I'm going to mimic his, his accent. So he, one of the guests blurts out in broken English and a strong Greek accent, 
Uh, I don't get it. Why is everyone excited to go and cook at a restaurant? Is it a restaurant where you go when you don't want to cook? <laughs> What's next? Will we be doing the dishes and sweeping the floor for an extra fee? Oh, God. I hope not. <laughs> and the table erupted in both laughter, but then also some level of agreement. It's like, you're right. What the yeah. fuck? Shouldn't they be paying us like Domino's is now tipping? If right. we come and get it, they're giving you a $3 credit. It's like, wait. Do, what do we tip ourselves then <laughs> i couldn't help but have this whole thing conjure up the brilliance of tom sawyer painting the fence yes and then having someone come yes. by and say oh you have to paint this fence he's like oh no i want to paint this fence yeah in fact if you want to pay me you can take <laughs> this paintbrush and he's now got people paying him to paint this is like the Q-pot just read mark twain and said holy shit let's make a restaurant where People are literally paying us, and they're doing the work. <laughs> so did you – so you had to pause, and you had to have loved this perspective, I imagine. I absolutely did, because you know that I'm open to perspective, and I can see where someone from the outside, someone from a different country, would find this extraordinarily peculiar. That's hilarious. I have to say, it may have been the gummy, <laughs> but I literally laughed for three minutes straight and even snorted while he's recounting this play-by-play of – Oh, then they come and bring the soup pot, but then you have to cook it. What's the point in going to a restaurant if you're cooking the soup? And then who do you complain to when it's not right? And I'm like, oh, my God, he's right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He sounds like a, a Greek Jerry Seinfeld right now. There's a yeah, whole oh, bit definitely. right there. He's a great guy. His name is Takis. Hey, what's up, Takis? <laughs> he and I hit it off. And he and I together, trouble. But in a good way. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I have to say his highly pragmatic and energetic approach was absolutely tickling my funny bone, combined with the reality that I had to laugh at myself, too, for not seeing this from his perspective initially. And I couldn't help but feel like I was duped. I was just going to say, do you feel a little duped? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And by the way, if you didn't get that reference to Mark Twain, for Christ's sake, people pick up a book every now and then. For Pete's (laughs) sakes. So the question that I have for you guys is, and I have a, a couple, but I'll, I'll, I'll bring it down to one. When faced with an alternative perspective that you've never considered, one that may conflict with your perspective, how open are you to considering it? So on a scale from one to 10, open to all ideas and allowing the change of your mind and influence be a 10, and then one being extremely closed-minded, where are you? If you are a 10, holla. Holla. (laughs) Are we the only two left saying that? I I think so. Yeah, here we are. Relics. Be careful with that. It's an antique. (laughs) (laughs) If you're a one, please hit us up because we can help you fix that. Michelle, there goes the homework bell going off. Excuse me while I go eat some handmade soup. Ooh, sounds good. David, listening to this awesome time you had with friends reminds me of an article that I read from from Inc. Magazine. Is it Inc. or is it INC? I don't think I have no idea. Yeah, I know. Um, I'll say Inc. Magazine about, I think the title was How Ultra Successful People View Life Differently. And it's just a bullet point of like 10 or 15, but the author gives one or gave one that stuck out and it's um ultra successful people they cluster meaning highly successful people huh. want to be uh, around others they feel are similar to themselves so then these people forge stronger bonds and tend to work together more often so i asked the audience 
are you fostering your list of important people in your life? We've asked you to write them down. We've asked for the people in that bubble that you feel lift you up. And are you working on these relationships constantly? That is brilliant. I And I did not tell you this just for the sake of the audience. This was not something that I shared with Michelle of the people at the table I was bringing up the rear as far as net worth, and I'm seven figures. Yeah, see? Yeah, so it's, you know, very refreshing to be birds of a feather and have an eclectic array of input. And I think that that just, it's a a germination festival at that point where you are common-minded and open-minded and willing to accept and I'm broadening my horizons. Now I'm going into QPOT with a slightly different perspective and I'll, I'll treat it a little differently. It didn't take any of the whimsy out of it. But now I'm like, holy shit. Now I have a, when I walk through there, I'm going to be laughing because I'm going to be thinking of Takis. Of course. And that's a great thing. I love the expansion of the mind. I love yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. You know what expands my mind? Ooh, I can feel it coming. It's when I get out there and I fly that kite. Yes, ma'am. Yako Key. <laughs> Yeah.